Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,234. Great things never came from comfort zones. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, this is Mark Green. Join me at the Classic Auto Show in Costa Mesa, California, this March 16th and 17th at the Orange County Fair and Events Center. I'll be the Celebrity Stage MC conducting live interviews with past Cars Yard guests, including Adam Carolla, the Grand Marshal, Dave Kindig from Bitchin' Rides, Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars, Mark Warman from Graveyard Cars, Mike Finnegan from Roadkill, Bogey from All Girls Garage, Big Mike, Import Tuner and Builder, and Lynn St. James, an iconic race car driver. I hope I'll see you at the Classic Otter Show. For more information, go to theclassicottershow.com. That's theclassicottershow.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am a revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from Plymouth, Michigan, Tina Smith. Hey, Tina, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Tina Smith is a 27-year veteran in the automotive industry. She's a true barrier breaker, overcoming adversity and all the stigmas around becoming an automotive technician, especially a woman technician. She was the only female in her high school auto mechanics class and the first woman to graduate from the Chrysler Apprenticeship Program in Automotive Technology. She has held positions ranging from service parts, engineering, and sales. Tina is passionate about the automotive industry and now is giving back through her work with TechForce Foundation. Tina's paving the way for tomorrow's technicians. TechForce Foundation is a nonprofit 501c3 that champions students and through their education into their careers as professional technicians. So, Tina, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you uh, share a moment and talk a little bit more about your career and your, your very obvious passion for automobiles before we jump into the questions? Sure. Well, I started as a technician uh, 27-something-odd years ago, so it's something I'm extremely passionate about, and it, that catapulted me into other you know, arenas of the automotive industry, and now it's come full circle, and I get to give back, per se, by working through TechForce Foundation to give back to try to get other people into the industry and starting out as technicians. So I'm, well, I'm really excited this. for the opportunity. Yeah, I, you know, I love this. It's great. Anytime we can help young people find their passion and get into a career that they perhaps don't know anything about or want to learn about or want to be a part of, and there's such a need for it. I know in our pre-show chat, we were discussing that a little bit, but we're going to learn a lot more about that. But first, we're going to learn a little bit about you. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the uh, wrenches turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Tina, take the wheel. Um, I would say, well, I have plenty of quotes. Um, one that sticks out uh, in the context of, of what we're talking about is, great things never came from comfort zones. I like that quote because, especially being a female in, in the male-dominated industry, it's, you, have to, you have to get out of that comfort zone in order to succeed and excel in the industry. So that's one that hits home for me. You know, I love that. Uh, I think it's really, really important. No, no matter being a woman or a man or anything in life, it's, it's where the fun things happen is when you get out of your comfort zone and try new things 
fair to what's the words I'm looking for is uh, don't fear to fail. Um, as long uh-huh. as if you're gonna if you're gonna fall down, at least fall forward. So when you get up, you're a few feet ahead of yourself a little bit. But <laughs> That's uh, a good one too. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I, I like that, but I, I love the whole aspect of this. So back when you started into this industry, have you seen some improvements over the years that have made it better for women in the automotive technical side of business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm seeing just, you know, more push and more, you know, options and opportunities for women to get involved. And it's not uh, so much, you know, it's it's just a, a man, you know, career anymore. It's it's becoming really acceptable. And, you know, you see that with a lot of the, the women celebrities, you know, or advocates in the industry kind of opening oh, yeah. the doors for for more women and, and young girls to get interested in it. So it's it's really exciting. It's we've we we've, we've come a long way. You know, I've had some a great women in that realm just this week, Jesse Combs, who's going to be at the uh, Classic Auto Show uh with us there. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit too and Tech Force's involvement there, but uh Bogey from All Girls Garage and some other women from the, that show and on my website I've got over 100 women who've been guests on the show that are in the automotive Field. Now, remind our listeners coming up here in March, I'm going to interview 21 women back to back who are all in the automotive industry that have figured out a way to be involved and be a, a big part of it. That'll be a fun part of celebrating Women's History Month in March here on Cars. Yeah. But I think it's great. And I'm glad to hear from your perspective things have improved. It's gotten a little bit easier, more accepted. Absolutely a good thing for everybody, uh, men included, of course. As we uh, take a look at these roads, though, that you've traveled, I want to first find out about what instigated this passion for cars, because being a woman and loving to turn a wrench, that is a little bit unique, even today, more so back when you started. So what was that pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were going to be a car gal? Well, I would say, well, ironically, and I'll I'll go over this really briefly, it actually started in boats. When I was a little girl, I used to help my dad work on our inboard um, C-Rite jet and had the little cubby seats. I was fascinated with sticking my fingers in the grease tub and I would hand them tools and that that instigated and, and bled over into the automotive and just my passion around automotive. I really liked hot rods yep. and the muscle cars and my first car that I bought was a 68 Chevelle and I rebuilt that motor in shop class and something about when you know you take months to rebuild an engine and that moment that you hear that motor, that start and shop class where everybody in the class gather around the car and you, you turn it over, yeah. it was, if there was a moment, I would say it was that moment. Where it was <laughs> like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I could do it. Yay. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Just cool. the satisfaction of, uh, you know, tearing it apart, putting it together and then it, and then it running. It was, it was a really pivotal moment in my, in yeah. my, uh, my career. Very cool. I love it. Well, let's take a look at some of those roads in your career and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. No doubt you've probably met up with some challenges along the way. I'd love for you to walk us through one. But more importantly, what did that teach you and how did you come out of that situation a little stronger? Wow. I've I've had many challenges or failures in repairing cars. (laughs) Yeah, haven't we all? (laughs) A lot of of mistakes that could have easily been dangerous, but they thankfully turned out okay. But, you know, on a personal level... I would say, you know, challenges during my career and especially early on, you know, you know, 18, 19, year, 18, 19 years old, you know, being a, a female mechanic in a dealership, there was, there's one memory I have. It's, oh, it's very vivid is there was, I was working on this older gentleman's car and he went to the service manager 
and he threw an absolute fit and temper tantrum that I, a female, you know, mechanic was working on his car. Oh my gosh. And yeah, it was crazy. And the service manager, he stuck up for me and said, you know, sir, she is very capable. She's trained. She, you know, she will be working on your car. And I had to take this, this older, this older gentleman to the, to his vehicle in the shop class up on a hoist. And I had to explain his braking system to him to show him I had the competence and the training in order to, yeah, to repair his car. It was crazy. You know, from that, I would, you know, what I learned is just, you know, not giving up on yourself, even with all the outside negativity, just, you know, believe in yourself and and, um, persevere no matter what. Uh, I'm so sorry to go through that. Just ridiculous. (laughs) Doesn't say much for us men or some of us, I should say. I'm not going to put myself in the same boat as that ignoramus, but uh, uh, but I'm glad that your, your boss stood up for you, and I'm glad that you yeah. were able to kind of, uh, you know, say, hey, look, I do know what I'm talking about. My wife went through the same thing. She was an engineer early in her career and out on job sites, and um, she was a civil engineer and kind of getting, you know, thrashed about by men and guys driving bulldozers. And she came home one day so proud. She said, this guy told told me, hey, little Missy, get off this job site. This is a place for men only. And she said, well, this little Missy designed this entire job site and you're making the cuts in the wrong place. And you need to, you need to read the plans a little better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. And yeah, 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 it is. But uh, those moments are priceless. (laughs) They are. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, I always say uh, if you can uh, dazzle them with your brilliance, um, that usually comes through and shines through. So good for you. Good for you standing up and kind of working your way through that very frustrating situation. Uh, Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle, that first ride that was really important to you. Oh, 1968 Chevelle Malibu. <laughs> oh, yeah! It was it was a pretty car. It was it was yeah. beautiful. It was uh, it was very nice, pristine, no rust. Although right after I got it, probably goodness, within six months or so, the 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 motor blew up per se. Uh, yeah, the the camshaft they it lobed out and it caught on fire and backfired through the the carburetor and I, I towed it into shop class and that was. That was essentially the car that um, I rebuilt during my my high school shop class. It's just a very special car for me, and that yeah. you know kicked off my career. And I have a I have a picture of me. I, well, throw a monkey wrench into it per se. I was 16 when I got pregnant. I have a picture of me seven months pregnant, honing out the cylinders of that small box. Oh my god! In my in my shop class, yeah. <laughs> Good and, for you. <laughs> that, that picture. I mean, who knew? You know. Yeah. Something, you know, odd years later, I'd look back at that picture and be like, that's one of my, you know, my fondest memories. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. those technically you're a much smarter lady than I am when it comes to engines and things like that. Is that referred to as an intake backfire? You know, it, actually, it makes it makes very good sense. I would I would say so. I, I don't know if that's that term for what happened, but it makes that makes sense. Well, yeah, the reason I, I ask is. When uh, when I was younger, I saved and saved and bought an older Porsche, and I learned about what they call intake backfires, where it does what sounds like your engine did, but it blows back through the airbox, and it basically blows your plastic airbox to smithereens uh, oh, on the top wow. of your car. And they, they devise a little, like a pop-off valve that they drill into it and install, so when that happens, the valve is on a spring, and it, it blows open, and all that air blows out before it blows up the box. That makes sense. So, oh. kind of sounds like what happened yeah. in your car a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, 
I think it's too too much fuel running too lean. It just loads up and then uh, it has nowhere to go except out the top end versus the bottom end. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of a burp versus the other option, I guess, on a human being maybe, but we won't go there. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I learned the hard way. That was an expensive fix for me. I was a uh, new child, new house and didn't really have a lot of money for repairs. And uh, I was in the middle of an intersection and opened the back and went, oh my gosh, my engine exploded. But luckily it's just the air box. It doesn't damage the engine. So I lucked out. Little little better than what you ended up with, but yeah. hey, your car was in capable hands, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very cool story. Well, not that cool, but learning lesson. Let's put it that way. Well, is yes. there a car that you've owned that you wish you had back in your garage? Yes, I would. Say, well, I wish I had my Cheval. It's another story. Um, yeah. But uh, I had a '91 Chrysler LeBaron, and it was a five-speed turbo. And um, I used to race it in college in SCCA, uh-huh. and it was just a fun car to drive. And I got rid of it a long, long time ago with, you know, just growing up and shuffling around cars. And yeah. it was just, uh, it was it was a fun car. Well, I would love for you to talk about what has you excited and fired up these days, first and foremost, with what you're doing, perhaps. But also, I want to make sure we share with the listeners a little bit more or a lot more about Tech Force Foundation. I think it's a very, very cool cause. And the fact that you guys are going to have a booth at the Classic Auto Show in the middle of March, March 16th and 17th, I'll be there. And uh, I'd love to go. I'm going to come by your booth and learn a lot more from you guys there. But uh, tell us a lot more about this and where people can go to learn about it. Well, uh, like you said, Tech Force, we are going to have a, a booth there at the show. I'm really excited because we are, are launching this experience, you know, the life of a technician. And it's this mobile unit that we are going to be having around at events like this. And it's going to hopefully draw in the youth and the, and the parents of those those kids and get them excited about the industry and just show them it's more than just being a technician, you know, to mm-hmm. try to, we're going to tie, you know, the STEM activities into being a tech. And the vehicles of today and tomorrow are not like the vehicles of the past. And it's right. basically a rolling computer. And we're trying to express that to this next generation and try to get them, you know, fired up and excited to becoming a, a technician. And we will be there with some hands-on activities and, you know, visual displays and hopefully answer any questions they may have and then give them a resource that they can look up stuff, you know, afterwards on our, on our website, techforcefoundation.org, you know, answer any questions. But um, we're, we're really just trying to turn around, you know, the stigmas around being, you know, that, that greasy mechanic technician and just, you know, increasing right. the awareness and enthusiasm for the profession. So I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's it's changed so much. I have a nephew who worked for 11 years with Volkswagen. He recently uh, got a job with Tesla. He's so excited, loves working with Tesla and all the technology. And when you look at what he's doing compared to my brother-in-law, his father, who was has been a mechanic going way, way back to the old days in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and how things have so radically changed on how people repair cars and what the youth today, I mean, you really are playing with computers all the time now. Um, I mean, you still got to turn a wrench and do some things like that, but so much of this has become technical, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if if you bring a car into a shop and you're not plugging a, a scan tool to it, you know, I don't, I don't know what you're, you're doing. I mean, that's, you know, it's a lot of it is, is, you know, pulling codes and looking at the electronics and seeing what the computer is saying. It's, um, it's not like the cars of the past where everything was mechanical. There's so many, 
sensors and electronics on these new vehicles, you, you have to be trained. You yeah. just, you have to. Yeah, so. it's pretty cool. Pretty darn cool. Well, I'll encourage people, you can go to TechForce. Is it techforcefoundation.org, your website? You, you got it. There we go. Yeah, uh, check this out. And if you're going to be in the Orange County area, Los Angeles area, um, even San Diego area, come up to Costa Mesa to the fairgrounds there, March 16th, 17th, to the Classic Auto Show. I'm going to be an MC on the celebrity stage interviewing some very cool people who've been guests here on my podcast who are going to be there, all TV celebrities. But you can also go to the Tech Force Foundation booth. Bring a young person with you who might have an interest in cars. Expose them to this. Who knows what you may uh, be setting off in motion here with their career and the opportunities that could be available to them in the future. Very, very cool thing you guys are doing there, Tina. Up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah is now on MAV TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah TV. MavTV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Tina, we are back, and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and Tina was a vehicle parked in the garage, what would she be and why? <laughs> I know, it's like kind of funny. <laughs> it, well, at first I wanted to be something sexy like a Lamborghini or Ferrari. Well, we all do, that. right? Yeah. <laughs> but if I, if I have to pick what um, I perceive myself manifested as, it would, it would be a monster truck. Oh, now that's not what I was expecting. Now, why a monster truck, Tina? My whole perspective of you has completely just changed. Um, One word, fearless. Ah, I like, yeah, I like. Yeah, I'd, 
And I, I would have never thought of that until um, a friends, really good friends of mine gave me a, a Christmas gift with, with Fearless engraved in it. And I'm like, Fearless? And they're like, yeah, they're, they're like, you do whatever you, you set your mind to. You're totally fearless. So nice. when I saw that question, I was like, monster truck. Because a monster truck just kind of goes through everything and over yeah. everything. <laughs> and over, yeah, it just does its job, right? Whatever it's yes. required of it, it does. Wow. Yeah. And I think you might be one of the first monster trucks. Um who knows? So uh, I like it. Very cool. All right. We're ending the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I uh, follow your passion. Ah, okay. Very good. Now, I thought being a mechanic, you'd say, change your, oh, your fluids often. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. If you're, re- re- I'm sorry, pertaining it to an automotive, change your oil. Yeah, best, change your oil. Yeah, best automotive ice. Yep, absolutely, and do it more often than they say you need to. For goodness' sake, it's cheap insurance. So, and learn how to do it yourself while we're at it. While we're telling people what to do, right? <laughs> Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Um, I would say just being a lifelong lear- learner, never yeah. stop learning. Yeah, great way to go through never life. Stop learning. Be fearless, mm-hmm. as Tina says. Do you have a resource <laughs> that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think I know what it might be. Um, I would say there's a couple associations um, that have totally helped me in my career. Um, women mm-hmm. in Auto Care and Women in Automotive. Oh, are those websites? They are websites. They're actually associations. So I'm sure if you Googled either of them, you would get right right to their landing page. But one okay. is uh, Women in Automotive and the other one is Women in Auto Care. There you go. I like that. And we'll add Tech Force Foundation in there as well. Great resource for you uh, if you're looking for a career change or how to help a young person. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Bertha Benz. Ah, you know, uh, one of the the ladies I interviewed for next month's Women's uh, Month here on Cars, yeah, mentioned her as well. And I I had heard a story about her. I'm going to let you share a little bit of what you know about her and why you would love to sit down and talk to her. But I learned a lot about her that I didn't know. Amazing woman. Yeah, yeah, very much so. She's the wife of Carl Benz, who was the creator of the first automobile. And she took the first known road trip back in, was it 1888? And I just, I I find that fascinating because she was so confident in herself that she was going to get to where she wanted to go. She actually took her two sons with her on the ride and her husband, she did it, you know, against everybody's uh, will. I mean, she, she wanted to take this road trip and she was going to do it and she did. <laughs> so yeah, good for I her. Would, yeah. I would love to have a conversation with her. So that's, yeah, that's where the road trip kicked off. Another fearless woman. By, yep. Bertha Ben. I also understand that she uh, had some means and she was uh, in. Uh, instig- or implemental in uh, funding her husband's efforts to build the first uh, road car as well, which I didn't know about her. So uh, that's pretty cool too. So uh, behind every strong man is a stronger woman. So uh, I like that. Very nice. Yeah. How about a book? Is there a book you've read you think our listeners would enjoy? Um, well, it's, it's more, I guess, personal, not automotive related, but uh, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Yes. Yeah. Great book. Well, I'll remind our listeners, we can put, or we will, we can, but we will, I will, put links to everything that Tina shared today 
Got a little tongue twister there on the Cars yeah website. Uh, just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Tina Smith, and you'll find that book along with all the other great references that she's been so kind to share with us today. All right, Tina, this is a fun question. Uh, it could be a bit of a doozy, though. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. doesn't matter where it is or who it belongs to. I'm going to get it for you. Park it in your garage. But there's a couple rules to this game. One is it's the only cool collector car you can have. You have to drive it. No garage queens here. I know you're going to be able to take care of it, so that's not a problem. Also, though, you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with, so uh, that little trick is off the table. What can I buy you today? This is easy. You're <laughs> all good. Me, actually. And the car's actually already sitting in my garage. It, it was my dad's 1967 GTO. Oh, my gosh. Your dad's car. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was that... the original owner, so, yeah. Wow. Well, that is. I got it and not going to sell it. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm happy for you for a couple of reasons. One is I'm happy for me. I don't have to buy a car. That's kind of (laughs) nice. But but more importantly, you know, very out of what, 1,234 people now I've interviewed, very few people answer that question the same way. And most of them relate to exactly what you've said. It's an uncle's car, grandpa's car, dad's car, mom's car, something to that. I had Sean Kiernan, who owns Steve McQueen's Bullet the car used in the famous 1968 movie, and that was his mom and dad's car. His dad bought it. His mom drove it to work every day for decades. I love it when people have a piece of history, and the reason I like it so much is because cars are really the catalyst that bring people together. When you start talking to car people, it's the memories, it's the experiences, it's not so much the car, it really is what the car means to you. And I'm sure in your dad's case, uh, having your dad's car special to you um, what are some of the stories, or maybe you could share a story about your dad with that car and you? Well, basically, well, he he was the first owner, and ironically, I was I was born. He parked the car. He didn't store it properly. Um, he bought a station wagon, and the car has never been driven since. <laughs> and what? <laughs> yes, yes. So the car has actually been stored in the garage for going on 43 years now and um oh my I gosh. The motor yeah it's um so it's it's i've never seen it driven i've only heard stories about you know him and date nights with my mom and yeah. i've seen pictures and you know, every time woodward comes around every summer in, in detroit i kind of i sit in it and i make car noises <laughs> but but uh <laughs> i have the motor apart and i'm i'm going to start working on it um and i've had it for some time now so um well, yeah, get, they, to, would, get to work, Tina. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, you know, this is like the story that cobbler's kids have no shoes. Um, all your <laughs> skills, and there's that GTO, iconic muscle car, sitting in the garage, and you're not driving it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to set a little goal for you here, Tina. I'm going to okay. call you back in a year from now, okay? Okay. I'm going to put on my calendar and say, hey, Tina, how's the GTO? Have you driven it today? And I want you to say, Mark, I have, and it's fabulous. <laughs> okay? All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll settle. Up. I know you can do it. That's not the problem, right? It's called life. It gets in the way of some of this yes. stuff. Yes. So. Yeah. What color is that GTO? Tyrol blue. Tyrol blue. Convertible. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> Tina. <pretty. laughs> you you got to get that on the road. Oh. I will. Okay. All yeah, right. You're going to be in a long list of people to, to pry and poke at me for it. So oh, well, good. I'm, I'm, well, I'm working on it, though. <laughs> well, I'll nudge you along a little bit here. Yeah, everybody listening, 
Come on, get behind Tina. Yay, Tina, go, GTO. <laughs> get that goat on the road. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm glad I asked you to share a story because that's not the story I was expecting at all. So uh, that's a good one. I like that. All right. Well, hopefully that car will get back. I know it will. I no hope here. Yeah. It'll happen. It's just a matter of time. So uh, that sounds like fun. Tina, you've taken me on a great ride today. Really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for calling in and sharing your journey. I look forward to, will, will I be seeing you at the Classic Auto Show? Will you be there? Yes. Yes. I'm awesome. Actually, I'll, I will be there. Yep. Well, good. We'll get to shake hands, say hello, get a picture. Uh, looking forward to that. Could you offer our, our listeners a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the hills in Dad's 67 GTO? <laughs> um, I, I would say just, you know, surround yourself with, uh, with role models and people you can learn from. Yeah. You don't, don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, that's one thing I've learned in my age. <laughs> Put the pride aside and just ask. <laughs> So if you Me need somebody too. that you admire, yeah, ask them. Yeah, ask absolutely. Them well, there's a great quote. We are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves with. And I guess mom was always right. Be careful who you pick as friends. Uh, it could <laughs> define and radically change your life for the good or the bad. So great advice there. Surround yourself with the best people you can. Uh, better yet, people who are a lot smarter than you because you'll learn a lot every single day from them. And what's the best way for people to follow along with you and learn about Tech Force Foundation? Well, you, my email is tsmith at techforcefoundation.org, or you can, you can find more information about Tech Force Foundation at our website, which is techforcefoundation.org, and uh, check us out. There you go. I encourage you to check it out. Listeners, you can find everything Tina has shared again here on her Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type Tina Smith, easy to find, and that page will pop up. And again, if you're going to be anywhere in the Los Angeles area in the middle of March, March 16th and 17th, join Tina and I and a whole bunch of other great people at the Classic Auto Show at uh, Costa Mesa at the uh, Orange County Fairgrounds there. You can go to their website, uh, ClassicAutoShow.com, to get tickets. Over 2,000 cars. Tina will be there. I'll be there. We're going to be having so much fun. You need to join us. Come up and say hello. Tina, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your many wonderful experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the Classic Auto Show. Thank you. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPIC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!